Welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. As an artist for 20 years, instructor, speaker, author, and fellow rebel, I've worked with thousands of people around the world, from beginners to established artists, helping them create their strongest art and build a career doing what they love. So if you are ready to have a little fun while you learn about art, creativity, building a thriving art business, and living a bold, audacious life, you are in the right place. Also, if you're considering going pro in your art business, grab the PDF in the show notes on the five things they don't teach you in art school. All right, let's get messy. Whenever we think about growing our art business, we generally think about marketing, social media, maybe how to get into galleries, selling prints, stuff like that. But what if I told you that while those things are hella important, the most successful artists I know go one step further. They do things some of you might call woo. I call them just plain smart. On today's podcast, I'm going to share the five spiritual practices that you can start doing today to enhance your art sales and your creativity. Are you ready? Let's get messy. A few years ago, I started thinking about and looking into the life of Van Gogh. I've got several books about him, and um, I absolutely love his use of color and just all, all kinds of the way he uses light. Now, here's the thing I learned, and you may already know this, but as I started digging in, I discovered that the dude only sold one painting while he was, was alive. One. How bad would that suck? I don't know about you, but I don't want to wait till I'm dead to sell the bulk of my work. So I started digging into the habits of highly successful artists, and I discovered that having a spiritual practice was one of the common themes and the keys to success. I also want to emphasize that these things have Uh, truly worked not only for the most successful artists that I know personally, but also for some of the most successful people in history. So let's get into it and start with spiritual practice number one, which is meditation. So this is not a surprise, you know, for those of you who've been in my world for very long, you know that I believe wholeheartedly that meditation is the foundation of honest art. Uh, But you may be wondering why. And it's because it is really hard to create art from our soul, you know, like from our guts when we're feeling scattered and um, a little ungrounded. And I talked about this in a bit. Um, I talked about this rather a bit in a previous podcast as well. But I also want to acknowledge something that it is not always easy. I mean, let me rephrase that. For me, it is not ever easy to simply sit my butt in the chair and to meditate. But it's important. And so I make myself do it almost daily. 
Meditation really works to enhance um, my creativity, and I've seen it work to enhance other artists' creativity. And here's how. So if we think of prayer as asking, then we could likewise think of meditation as the listening. It's an opportunity um, to just get still and to just be. And when we do this, it trains us in the art of listening or even the art of maybe you could say acknowledging. When I'm meditating and a thought comes in, and it always does, I don't judge myself for the thought. I acknowledge it. I let it move through and I come back to the present or to my breath. Now, this training in being present and acknowledging or listening is essential as we respond to creative ideas that we get and uh, maybe prompts that we may get seemingly out of nowhere. It can happen when we're at the canvas. It can happen in the middle of the night, as we walk in nature, wherever. And you may have heard me say this, that we as artists are the faucet, but we're not the water. The water is the creativity. And so meditation helps us to open the faucet and allow all of the creative prompts and ideas to just come in and flow through. So also, um, Beyonce has reported to meditate regularly. And Steve Jobs said meditation was his main source of creativity. So there's that. All right, spiritual practice number two, nature. So um, nature and meditation. Successful artists will often report, and I can attest to this, that spending time in nature fuels their creativity like nothing else. I wholeheartedly agree. First, taking time to get away from the inside from those walls and go outside is like inviting in a feast for our senses. The colors, shapes, smells, just noticing the way the light hits a tree or a leaf. There are countless ways to be inspired and rejuvenated. If I'm ever and a creative funk, I get my butt as far away from the noise of the city. And it's so weird. It's like magic. Inspiration just returns. Now, even if our art has absolutely nothing to do with nature, being in nature will still serve us in our work. And it reminds me of Frida Kahlo, um, you wouldn't necessarily consider uh, Kahlo's work as landscapes at all, but her work often featured elements of nature, you know, like flowers and animals. And she intertwined that with personal symbolism um, and personal themes. So nature served as a backdrop for her introspective self portraits and it reflected her connection to the natural world and even to her own identity. And then additionally, oftentimes I'm just freaking tired. So going outside in nature has a totally revitalizing effect on my body as well. 
And when that happens, it in turn feeds my spirit. So it's like the fresh air, um, the exposure to sunlight, uh, the physical activity, they all work to boost my energy levels and to improve my mood. So I don't know who doesn't want to feel more alive, more inspired, vibrant and creative because that makes us feel more connected to ourselves. So my suggestion, go, go get your butt outside and in nature as much as possible. All right, spiritual practice number three, journaling. All right, stop it. I just saw a few of you roll your eyes at me. Seriously, y'all, journaling is an important spiritual creative practice. It's yet another tool to help us make honest art. One of the most famous authors, Joan Didion, oh, I just love this quote of hers. She once said, I don't know what I think until I write it down. And then there's The Artist's Way. Y'all know this one. Julia Cameron's wildly acclaimed book that has helped a gazillion artists, including me, unleash their artistic potential and build confidence in their creative abilities. And one of the primary tenets of the artist's way is daily morning pages or journaling streams of consciousness. And I don't know if you've ever taken one of my artist art challenges. I know thousands of you out there have, but if you have, you know that journaling is a key component of the challenge for two reasons. Number one, it gets us in touch with what's truly going on inside us. You know, that stuff that we keep pushing down so we don't have to acknowledge it. But as we know, as artists, that's the good stuff. There's a richness in honesty and it creates true connection. But if we are disconnected from ourselves, there's no way our art is going to truly connect with others. And reason number two that we journal in the Honest Art Challenge is because Journaling stream of consciousness trains us to take whatever we're thinking and put it on paper. And the idea is that it starts in our head, then it goes down through our heart, it goes down our arm and into our hand, and then out through our fingers and onto the paper. Coincidentally, that's exactly what our art practice should feel like. Less editing and more pure expression. All right, spiritual practice number four, affirmations and visualization. Um, I'm not the first to say this. You guys know this is important, but our words are so powerful. And using affirmations can be an incredible reminder for us on days when we're feeling, I don't know, a little off, a little down, you know, maybe a little disappointment. And two of my favorite affirmations that I say regularly are, my success is inevitable. And the other one I use is, I am a magnet for all the abundance and prosperity the universe has to offer. And some people you may have heard of who also use daily affirmations are Oprah and, you know, we can just stop right there because if it's good enough for Oprah, it's good enough for me. But seriously, her affirmations, which I think are fascinating, 
uh, are, some of them are anyway, I am worthy. How simple. What artist doesn't need to hear that? What artist doesn't need to say that? And another one that she uses, um, by the way, I think it worked. I attract unlimited opportunities and abundance. How cool. But also musical artists J-Lo and actors Jim Carrey and Denzel Washington have openly spoken about using affirmations as well. Okay, finally, spiritual practice number five, an abundance meditation. So I know I already talked about meditation, but this is a specific um, abundance meditation that I wanted to share with you. And when we think of this particular meditation, I want you to think of it like a wave. I learned this meditation a few months ago from an energy healer that I worked with and she taught it to me and I tried it for a few days, you know, just right after our session. I've I've now been doing it, you know, daily because of it was so powerful, but within a few hours, not a few hours, but within like 24 hours to two days after I did this meditation, I sold a $5,000 painting. So I recently shared it uh, on Instagram when I went live, and I have heard from dozens of artists who um, contacted me and said that they've started doing this meditation regularly and have had huge positive results from selling more paintings to getting invited to joint exhibitions, all that kind of stuff. So let me share it with you right now. So obviously, if you're driving in a car, you don't want to do this. Um, you might want to download this episode and save it for later. I'm just going to walk you through this meditation. If you have a minute to sit and do this, uh, you can go ahead and do it, but it's so, so easy. Okay. So first find a place or a chair where you can sit comfortably, place your feet on the floor, uh, or if you are sitting cross-legged, you know, that's fine. Just get comfortable. That's the point. So close your eyes. And rest your hands comfortably on your lap. Then begin noticing what you can hear. Maybe it's birds. Maybe cars. Whatever it is, try to notice without judging. Then take several cleansing breaths. So do that like three different cleansing breaths. And then just breathe comfortably. So hopefully after doing this, you feel a bit more grounded. Now imagine a white or golden light of love and abundance coming down like a beam through the top of your head. The light is filling every part of your body, starting from your head, down to your neck, down to your shoulders, It makes its way down through your chest, down through your solar plex. It's going to make its way all the way down to your feet. Once it's filled you up, as you breathe in, the light gets brighter within you and fills you even more. Then as you exhale, the light escapes out of your body and fills the area around you Just think of it like a foot or two, just all around you. Then you breathe in and the light returns to you. Again, it's like a wave. You breathe out and this time 
let the light expand even further, maybe through your entire home. Breathe in and allow it to return to you again. Breathe out again, and this time let it expand even further, maybe to your neighborhood or your city. When you breathe in, fill that same light of love and abundance returning to you. Continue this until you feel it expand as far as you like. I like to exhale the light so much that it encapsulates the whole planet. And when it returns to me, I feel the love and abundance of the whole planet return to me as well. I sit in meditation doing this for at least five minutes. I oftentimes will do it for 15 or 20. And when I'm done, I feel absolutely amazing. All right. Now, to some of you, you may already be doing at least a few of these five spiritual practices. But for others, you may think this is all total bullshit. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I mean, to each your own, right? But here's my question. What have you actually got to lose? Except maybe, I don't know, money, peace of mind, and more connection with yourself. So I incorporate these practices regularly, and I'm especially mindful of them when I'm creating art, like the collection I'm about to release next month. Once a year, I paint a collection of 20 small 12-inch by 12-inch paintings to offer to my collectors. I don't think I've ever been so excited about a collection before, and I can't wait to share these paintings with you. But because I only have 20 of them, I offer them to the collectors on my email list first. So if you'd like to be the first to see and have access to the collection, be sure to get on my email list and I'll put a link in the show notes to make it easy for you. All right. I hope you will begin to incorporate all or some of these spiritual practices that we talked about. But regardless, please remember whatever you do, keep painting. The world needs your magic. <laughs>